What is up everybody, Carly here. And before we get to today's episode, I just wanted to jump on really quick and tell you that we have been nominated once again for Now Magazine's Reader's Choice Award for Best Local Podcast. Now we won this category last year and we think it'd be pretty cool to hold the title two years in a row. So when you have a minute, make sure you vote for us by clicking the link in our Instagram bio at somebodydatas or by visiting nowtoronto.com rc and look for Somebody Date Us in the Cityscape category under Best Local Podcast. Voting closes on October 28th, so be sure to vote. And now, on with the show. Somebody date us cause we're getting really lonely, is it? Our personalities where we just had the homely. You swipe left and I swipe right, sitting on my couch at night, hoping that I get a match only to be ghosted fast. When you're the only one still single. Hey baby, can I get your number? Um, no. So you write this stupid jingle to say somebody please date us. Right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Somebody Date Us. It's Asal. It's Lauren. It's Mike. It's Carly. And I want to know why you guys are single this week and why you should be single. And I'm going to start with you, Lauren. Why should you be single this week? I should be single this week because um, I just planned Arnold and I's um, a date night for us, Ooh. which consists of us going to get flu shots together. Wow. <laughs> Sexy. Wow. Nothing I says like, romance. I texted him, I'm like, hey, what's your health card number? And he like didn't even like ask me why I was asking for this. And then I booked us appointments to go together. <laughs> So, like, have you guys been dating for, like, 10 years? Like, what's your health card number? <laughs> Let me set this up for you. <laughs> uh, even though I'm, I'm like, I'm the tech. Are you guys going to go out for dinner after? <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. Yeah, you're going to give them a outside and freeze, so. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's fucking funny, though. Every restaurant around me has had COVID cases, so. Just Pretty much. <laughs> Yo, you're in a happening part of the city, girl. I know. Makes sense. Same, everybody, all of you are. Yeah. Even me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are okay. a lot of you people. Are, you here. are. No, you okay. are. You are in you a popping area. Uh, coming. Up, okay. It's, it's, it, it, it's. It has arrived. It has, it's already, it's <laughs> yeah, here. It's already. It up and came. Yeah. Don't even worry about it, Michael. Okay. Asal, why should you be single this week? I have this, like irrational fear of like drain grates on the ground like I don't okay I don't like stepping on them like you know those really really big ones in the city like yeah. you look down you oh, can yes. be like 30 feet below mm-hmm. and I know that they're secured there mm-hmm. but I just in my head feel like one day I'm gonna just walk on it and it's gonna fall and I'm gonna I'm gonna die because I have heard it happening in like third world countries because obviously like they don't have like the technology and like the construction that we do to make sure that stuff like that is like safe and that doesn't happen, but it has happened in other countries. And so anytime I'm with JB and we're walking and holding hands and we're like going to walk by like the drain grate, I think that's what they're called. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think I'll let go of his hand and I'll go all the way around and he'll just like walk by it. And I'm like, Nope, I'm not dying today. <laughs> he won't pick you up every time. And like, no. <laughs> that'd be worse. They'd be double the weight. Yeah. yeah. And then he'll go on it just to scare me and he'll jump. And I'm like, no. nice. <laughs> yeah. I don't love walking on them either. I'm always more scared that I'm going to drop like my phone through the crack or like my keys or my AirPods or like suddenly something's going to fall out of my pocket or my ears and like I will be lost forever. <laughs> My mom wore my mom wore heels in the financial district for like over thirty years, and like she sprints across those things. Like she gives zero fucks. Oh my god! And like a pair of like I don't know I don't know how the the range of heels goes four inch six inch whatever it is, but like yeah zero fucks. If you're a professional, you can get it done. But um, but I I hear you. I'm the same with Lauren. Like I'm scared I'm gonna drop my phone or something like that or whatever. Even if like the whole thing been big enough, it's just yeah. I purposely used to walk on them when I hated my job, and I'm like, if it fell, and I would, when I used to every day, I'd walk to her, guys. I shit you not, I would walk. I walk on those grates, and I'd be like, if one breaks, so be it. I break a couple. I break my leg or two. Hopefully, I don't die, but I really don't want to go to work today. Yeah, you'll I'd be always. I'd always walk on the grates, even sometimes when I'm having like a depressed day. I'm like, 
Rog is walking over the grave. <laughs> <Just like this>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss working. Just kidding. <laughs> working downtown. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, Mike, what about you? Why are you single this week? Um, just the classic Thanksgiving, man. I just, I, there was a lot. I had like multiple dinners, um, separated parents, but they lived like 10 minutes away from each other. So there's like literally no recovery time whatsoever in between meals. And uh, my mom just pulled like a last minute one literally yesterday um, for uh, specifically for my sister's boyfriend. So it, um, yeah, yeah, no, it was just a lot of food. I'm, I'm really bloaty. I haven't eaten anything really. I've just been drinking tea. Um, mm. I don't feel sexy, but uh, here I am drinking a, like a, a 7% beer. So I'm not helping my cause. But. <laughs> no, no, we, you know what? we don't do turkey um, in my family. Yeah, it's like the, this one of the Thanksgiving traditions that we just say, fuck it. Um, and, and fuck Christopher Columbus. But that's my whole family. We all feel that way. But yeah, so that's pretty much it. All right. Okay, so you're not feeling sexy because you ate way too much ate Thanksgiving too much. dinner. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, okay, I should be single this week. I like there are so many things I could just go on about. Um well, take it easy which on one Jeez. No, there are a lot this week. It's been brutal. But I feel like I've been PMSing for like three weeks straight. And like you know, like, you know, when you like, you're, you're like, like, I've been eating so much and I'm just like, oh my God, like it's coming. It's like, I know I'm going to like get my period any day and it still hasn't, I'm not pregnant. Don't worry. But it still hasn't come. And I'm just like, so moody, like, and it's to the point where when I'm watching shows on Netflix, like I'm so like blah about everything that I'm, I become even more impressionable. So I was watching like the haunting of Bly Manor. I watched the entire thing this weekend. Oh fuck, I forgot to like, watch it. And it's creepy, it's dark. Yeah. And I was just like, I I took on that persona of being creepy and dark, <laughs> like a ghost all weekend. Like I didn't leave my home. I sat here and I was just like so moody. Like I didn't want to talk to anyone. I like put my phone on like airplane mode for like hours at a time. Cause I was like, fuck the world. No one messaged me, like one person wonder who only one person messaged me devastating <laughs> but still like i was like when i turn it back off of the airplane <laughs> but yeah I was, i'm so moody i like i don't know guys like the, the p needs to come asap rocky because i'm gonna turn into rocky balboa i think that's the name of the fighter that is yeah <laughs> that is, not yeah. a fictional fighter but yeah uh, okay but anyway so i should be single because i'm like super moody fair anyway we've all been there yeah <laughs> I hear you, sister. Oh, it's me last week for sure. <laughs> we're um, not thinking anymore. Pardon? We're all we're not thinking anymore. Oh, I know we were we we like we we were thinking for like maybe two months, and then I blame me because I had like a very weird sketch, and it kind of went haywire. Yeah, I'm this exact same day of the month every single month. Thank you, birth control pills. So. <laughs> Consistent. <laughs> so I haven't changed. <laughs> um, okay, guys. So let's get into this week's episode. Um, we thought it would be fun to chat about long distance relationships this week. Um, Carly is in one. I am not, but I think all of us will have different perspectives on them, maybe from past experiences, or um, Carly, you can shed some light on some of our maybe misconceptions about long-distance relationships. Um, yeah, that's it, that's all. So um, I want to know, like, okay, obviously we know Carly's in, currently in a long-distance relationship, but I want to know, Asal and Mike, like, have you ever been in a long-distance relationship? um in like the past yes i have <laughs> oh mike you have too yeah yeah yeah. but you go ahead first you go first mine only lasted like i want to say like three months and it was a, with a guy that i met in montreal when i was there visiting my friend and then um we when i came back we were like texting a lot and talking a lot and then i went down to see him again mm -hmm. um and like i remember him like being so shy he didn't even like make a move so i don't think you got we right. ever kissed <laughs> and it's like the whole time we were dating um but yeah 
Um, we lived in Montreal and I honestly, it was hardly a relationship, but it's the only, only thing I can remember. Well, keep in mind as well, like some people, like obviously there's long distance relationships that span across like countries and time zones, but there's also like, in my mind, I consider a long distance relationship, like you don't live in my city. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what was yours, Mike? What? Yeah, that's pretty much the same. It was, um, well, yeah, basis that they weren't within my vicinity, within even like Toronto area. Um, they, uh, they actually went to Sheridan, um, but they were from London, Ontario. So they, uh, some, when we started to get serious, that's when like school ended and she went back to go live with her parents back in London. So it was kind of like making that whole thing happen. So it was a lot of jumping on via rail trains and meeting up halfway in like in Toronto and stuff like that for like a day or booking a hotel and just trying to make that work. So like constant communication. So that lasted for, um, I want to say that that went back and forth for about six months before, um, before she made the move down to Toronto. And then that's when things got serious. But like, yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it ended, it, it developed into something close term relationship, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah she moved. <laughs> exactly. So at the end of the day, like what, so what was like, so I guess what was your experience like then? Like what were, when you were in these relationships, like what, um, like, because you always want to make it work and you always want to try, even if it means like living like kilometers apart, like provinces apart, cities apart, even, mm -hmm. um, what kept you like wanting to like hang on and try it out? Like what, like, do you think that there was like a bit of an allure around like a long distance relationship or like what kept you being like, Oh, I'll give it a go. Even though, you know, you're probably, you don't know when the next time it is, you're going to see them. Who wants to go? Who wants to go first? <laughs> You can go, Mike. <laughs> um, I, I think that's I think that's exactly. I think it is the kind of like the the distance makes the heart grow fonder. Not seeing each other all the time, so you're not constantly having to come up with like new things because there's things developing over the times that you guys see each other. Mm -hmm. And um, and obviously it's something that you, again because maybe you're not around each other so much. Um, it kind of like it kind of extends that getting to know each other period. You know, so yeah. that's so like, that kind of keeps the excitement. It's not like you've, you know, absolutely everything about each other. You may be over like conversations, texting, phone calls and stuff like that, but actually being in the same vicinity, that kind of gets extended and everything and keeps the excitement going. And then every time you do meet up with each other, it is kind of like a special thing, right? You, it's not like you're just going to go and meet up and just like hang out. You're either going out to like a restaurant or like everything's going to be like an event. So that's what kind of like keeps it going, keeps it nice and, and everything. So that was kind of like with my experience with, uh, with those kind of things to keep the juices flowing. And it's always, and you're just pretty much fucking the whole time when you do meet up with each other. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I'm like, I feel like that, that was like definitely one of like my not, I've never really been in any sort of serious long-term relationship, but mm -hmm. like, is like one of the pros for sure. Like it would feel like it's like so exciting when you do finally see each other that yeah. like that time together feels like extra special. But then one of my cons, which like maybe this is a misconception, but like I feel like I personally would avoid having any of those like serious conversations or bringing up stuff that's bugging me or getting in an argument because I'm like, I don't want to waste this like yeah. little time we have together to like argue, even though like sometimes those are important things to have still. But like that would only be my like one thing in my mind that would be like a con, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But I actually like have a story of like when I around the time or right before I matched with Arnold on Bumble, I had matched with this guy and I had matched with him like a year previously, but he was like just in town for the weekend, like visiting family. We like matched. We had like good back and forth banter, but he like did not live here. We lived in like somewhere in northern Ontario. Oh, I remember God. him. I was going to ask if he was like the northern guy from like thunder bay or sudbury or something. what yeah i think it was oh, sudbury. Not sudbury. I think it was sudbury or north bay or something i don't know <laughs> anyways and so we had like chat we chatted but then it kind of faded because like we never met and there was like no time that we were going to meet anytime in the near future and i'm like pretty like practical person i'm like okay well not just gonna only talk to you mm -hmm. in like that when there's a chance we might never actually meet <laughs> so um i like 
didn't whatever we ended up unmatching and then like a year later we matched again because i didn't even like really recognize who he was like his photos were different whatever and then we were chatting like again and like at this point i was kind of like well why not like maybe like my person is not in toronto like i was just like on a real low of dating that <laughs> is like, a low when you start thinking like that you're just like maybe they're yeah, not even like, here maybe, know, they're like, maybe. like yeah Timbuktu. and so i like started to talk to him like um like all the time like we like facetime every night we called each other every day we texted nonstop, and like we had a good vibe and we met like we went on one date it was like mm-hmm. last year on thanksgiving weekend i remember because it was like a year ago recently yeah and um which was like great and like i would have liked to get to know him more and keep getting to know him but then he like had a job where he traveled a lot for work and he was like working weekends a lot of time there was like literally he's like the next time i could see you is like a month and a half from now and i was like okay like i can't like put my life on hold until i meet you again like i don't know if i like you enough to (laughs) like pause like my life for you right now and then in that time like in a couple or like i had already matched with arnold at this point and like we hit it off right away and obviously things progressed quicker and grew quicker and like because i could see him frequently if I yeah. wanted to. And then like, yeah, the other guy just kind of obviously will never know. <laughs> I hate it away. Do you know where yeah, he is I, now or no? I have, him on, I have him on my Facebook, but like, mm. he's like, I don't know where he lives now. Like he's always all over the place, like traveling still. So, which is like so great, like but it. like, I just don't think our lifestyles would have ever gone very well together. <laughs> mm-hmm. But what do you guys think, like, or Carly, what are, like, some of the pros of, like, a long-distance relationship? Yes, tell us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, I honestly, it's kind of nice in a way. And I Mm -hmm. think a long-distance relationship actually works for me. And I think it works for Marty. And we actually talked about this. And we're like, even though we live very far away from each other, like it does, it seems to work for our personalities and who we are as people, because I think we both really appreciate alone time and time to ourselves and just kind of like, you know, doing our own thing. Um, And so, and, and like, we don't need to be like texting constantly or like, up in each other's grill like so it's kind of nice it's kind of nice um the pros oh the pros um like you guys mentioned like it's really exciting like oh when I got to like see him the other like what was it like (laughs) it's been like two weeks since I've been back but like it was just it was so nice I don't know how to describe it and it was just like the nicest like two weeks and then I came home and I was like super depressed um but it's 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 true like you have all this time and it's like a short period of time or maybe a long period of time and you guys just get to like be together and have like a super long date Mm -hmm. and that's essentially what we did um also I think you know like you said it it distance does make the heart grow fonder like you tend to miss them like I I've never woken up and been like oh I miss this person or I've never just been laying in bed being like I miss this person or want something happening and I'd be like oh I wish I could just whatever like I don't know it's just it's it's so nice like it's it's nice to feel that way about someone and it's not like um but it but it's it's not the feeling of like, if I'm not around, if I don't get to see you in like 24 hours, I'm going to like lose my mind. No, it's not like that. It's just like the excitement of it. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to describe, but, um, I also think that it forces us to be really great communicators because let's face it, you have, you're, you're, you're limited. I shouldn't really say limited. I mean, there's so many things like FaceTime, which we FaceTime, we text, we talk on the phone. There's so many things that you can do, um, but you are limited to just like those three things, yeah, right? <laughs> and yeah, that's the thing. Like I don't get to see you in 3D, like, <laughs> but uh, the positive to that is it forces us to be, like I said, excellent communicators. So it's made me realize, pick your battles, you know, don't, like little things, little things I don't even bring up because I'm so scared of how like the tone might be taken because you have to remember like conveying tone through text is like impossible sometimes. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's just, and it's forced 
me at least to be way more open. And like, you guys know, like I, I, I like teeter this line between oversharing and like not sharing at all. Like I'm either all in or I'm like all out, like there's no, um, but this is completely like made me realize that like, I don't know. I just, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Sorry guys. I was like, Junia, <laughs> no, those what are you talking about? Gross. Um, yeah, you see what just happened? She thought about Marty and just like lost everything. Were you thinking about like how much it's like you've learned about yourself through this long distance? Kind of. Yeah, yeah. This is like a very therapeutic thing for me to actually like vocalize this and put it out there because yeah, like I think we've like he and I have discussed it, I guess, but I've never really had the stage to myself and to really like put it out there. Um, but yeah, I've definitely learned so much. It's, it's taught me to be like patient um and like that's sort of like like i if, if i feel like he's giving me a bit of attitude or i feel like if he's having a bad day instead of being like a bitch about it and being like short by responses i'm like fuck who the fuck cares just respond normally and then because it's probably nothing and it, most of the time it's nothing it's like mm -hmm. literally just like how someone texts like mm -hmm. i don't know so it's, it's definitely made me just take a fucking chill pill um about a, about a lot of things that i normally would have not been so cool about i think yeah. in the past yeah. and it's I feel, yeah oh, continue your thought <laughs> i don't want to no, my thought is gone now my thought is <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> i already cut you off <laughs> i was just gonna say like i feel like i would have a very hard time with a long distance relationship because i i think i would have a very hard time with trust which is like mm. i know with the right person you just trust them like that's how it has been with like arnold but i just feel like i would just be so paranoid all the time about like who are you with like can you really last three months without having sex with anyone else like i would be like the worst like yeah I don't I like anyone I would want to be in a long distance relationship with me <laughs> i feel like i'd be the same and i'd want to know their like location at all times like jesus guys so like my love language is quality time and like uh, <laughs> like quality time to me needs to be like in real life like yeah. not over like a phone or anything so like even when i have not seen arnold for like a week or something because we're busy and all we've done is like talk on the phone or text mm -hmm. here and there like i feel like i'm like oh my god something's wrong like i start to like really? even though nothing wrong we're just both busy like quality yeah. time is definitely like what i need in a relationship so i think that like has a big thing to do with it <laughs> yeah that's like me too like Jamie and I like are the only times we ever fight is when I'm just like I need more quality time and he's like well like I'm busy and I'm like mm -hmm. no like I need quality time and like that's one of my love languages too so yeah I feel like a long distance relationship just like wouldn't work or I would like put myself in that like mindset and I would change how I think if I really wanted a long distance relationship to work, I don't know. Like, yeah, you would like ignore the things that you are feeling kind of thing or want. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you could do it a sell. I'm going to be yeah. honest, girl. Like I, I have my doubts. That doesn't sound that. healthy either. Just like be deep you, down inside and just not bring it up again. Like, no, it's going to blow up. Well, and then like two other things that I'm sure like a lot of people in long distance relationships face is like, um carly like you're lucky that you guys aren't on like completely opposite time zones or anything like that whereas like some people like that are dating like across like someone i if, say i had a boyfriend in like europe or something and they're getting up in the morning while i'm going to bed like i feel like that would like i don't know how people do that <laughs> like, or even just like have like the like the pressure of um money like if i mm -hmm. or vacation days like if i had someone that lived in like europe and it required me to like go for like more than a weekend at a time like and i didn't have the money or like i didn't want to use all my vacation days <laughs> traveling back and forth like mm -hmm. i feel like there's a lot of like it depend like totally dependent on like scenario. Would be, people make it work who would be your european boyfriend would it be like a carlos a stefan carlos a sven um I'm not sure, to be honest. Mm. I don't, I, I used to, I can't, honestly, when I used to work in Spain, when I was in college, I used to like think like I was going to meet my husband. He was going to be the Spanish sexy man. And like, I would travel Europe in the summer and I'd be swept off my feet and that would be the end of it. And then I hit an age where I was like, this is very impractical. Like, would I really want a boyfriend in Spain? Like, that'd be great for like <laughs> vacation purposes, but not like 
practicality purposes. <laughs> like, it was like all of a sudden I was like knocked down off my like <laughs> dream cloud. <laughs> and then Arnold came into your life. But yeah. yeah. Were you going to say yeah. something, Carly? Yeah. So I think just to kind of go back to that, like, when it comes to long distance relationships, you have to also think of like what the next step is, what the goal is, mm. what yeah. what that next milestone in your relationship looks like. Because I think like, and I'm just like, once again, I'm just going to kind of draw from personal experience, but it's, it's all relevant. But I just think, and this is my first time going through anything like this. So, and this is just me, but you know, when we decided to like do this, we had a conversation about like, where we live and what makes the most sense and what that might look like in the future and who is like willing to move or whatever that might look like. And so we did, we came to kind of, we talked about it and it made sense for us, like what that outcome would potentially look like. And I think we were both in on it and it was just like, it wasn't even like a, an intense discussion because it just felt right. Like, what we decided like that next step might look like and where it would be. Because I think that's important. Like if you are dating somebody who lives in Europe or lives, you know, in another far away land, you can only really do that for so long before you have to be like, okay, so like we're partners or boyfriend and girlfriend or we're boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, whatever it might be. But eventually, like, I think if you get into that, you, you need to have what's that next step because yeah. you're working towards something and it gives you hope. It gives you hope and something to look forward to, mm-hmm. right? The time when you can actually be together, like in the same geographical area, 24 seven. So I think that's a big thing and it make it does make it easier. So like if I were to go to Europe for like six months, I'm pretty confident that like the outcome of this for like, you know, I, I knew that eventually it's not a forever thing, you know, I have full trust and full faith that this would work. You, you just kind of know, I don't know. It's uh, I think that's a really good point. Cause like for me, like, I think one of the, like, there's like two ways I think I could make a long distance relationship work. One is like, um, we already had a solid foundation. Like if Arnold suddenly was like, Hey, I need to move to like New York for a year Olive. for work then like I like already have built a like foundation of our relationship and I wouldn't just be like, oh, sorry, you're dumped kind of thing. (laughs) Fuck your dreams. (laughs) But also knowing like that there's like an end in sight, like you say, Carly, like you both either like agree, like, okay, we're doing this for this amount of time. And then like, we both want to live in the same place or like we, you, we, you want to move here, vice versa. It's just a matter of like how long it's going to be until that happens. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like you have like a clear end goal. Like I think people, like I couldn't imagine, like even that guy I was talking about who lived somewhere in Northern Ontario, like he was very set on like, I only ever want to live in a really small town in the middle of nowhere. And I was like, I need, would need to live near a city. Like I just wouldn't get employed anywhere. So it's like, we already knew like our lives would (laughs) eventually get to a point where it's like, yeah, none of, neither of us are going to budge here. So I think like knowing that and having that, those conversations are like really important if you Mm -hmm. are Mm -hmm. in a long distance relationship. Yeah. And it varies for each person, right? It's like some people like their final goal could happen like in a few years, other people could be like, oh, we're going to do this long distance thing for like whatever, six months or whatever. But it comes down to like what you guys are saying. It's totally like a communication thing and making sure that everyone's on like the same page. So. Yeah. And like to kind of circle back, you guys were talking about like trust and how you don't think you could ever do it because you need to know like where your partner is, who they're with, whatever. Yeah. Let's come back to that trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Which I know could easily like happen here. Like I could easily be dating someone here who is hanging out with other girls behind my back. So it's not like, I don't know why if it makes a difference, if it's a distance. (laughs) I think it's because, you know, when you don't, when you aren't geographically challenged, like (laughs) you are able, like you, you you would know, like you guys run with, you probably know his friends. He knows your friends, right, Lauren? Like there, there, there are too many, it's just, it's too small of a city. Like you would know, like you, you would, you know, like it's just, it's different, but I will say like, and I, I'm I surprised I didn't like mention this, but like trust is actually like, it's everything 
but it doesn't have to be like here. And this is what I'm going to say to this. Okay. So <laughs> I legit never even gave it the whole trust thing. I never even thought about it really because I just innately trusted this. Okay. Yeah. And I yeah, trusted yeah. him. I don't like if he doesn't talk to me all day, I'd be concerned that he was hurt. Like I would never be like, oh, where the fuck are you? Like, you know, it's never one of those things. Like, I don't, I don't care. You could go to 800 strip clubs and I would not even care. Like, I straight up, I you don't should. know how to That's just it. negligence with your money, but like, yeah. He would never go to, he probably, he's like, apparently he hasn't gone to a strip club in like 10 years. I believe it. I haven't been in a like, long time. Fair enough. There, yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> oh my God, Mike, was the last time you went when we went? No, I didn't go with you guys. Oh, fuck, you did. Yeah, well, remember, to be yeah. fair, they are closed anyway, right now. So I don't they think anyone's going to them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, but you, it's it's so crazy. Like, I have all the trust in the world. Yeah, like it's never even it's it's and it's just like a natural feeling. Like yeah. I I don't feel jealous. I don't have any jealousy. I don't have insecure. Like I'm a very insecure person about me, but about yeah. him, I don't have that. And I think that's another reason, like why I think it just works the way it does and why this has been working for how long? Well, it's been in a way. Thing. Maybe is there maybe because there hasn't been an opportunity for you to be jealous? Like has he talked about other girls or like has there been situations where he's been around other women and he's told you stories and you just don't feel like exes come up oh my god i yeah i know all about his exes like all of them i i i, I fuck it i i probably could tell you like everything about them if i wanted to it's it's to the like we've shared everything like i don't know it's just it's one of those things so i uh yeah i he does talk about like uh maybe before we like really lock things down uh -huh. um like i could tell he got he could get a little bit jealous and fair because like i don't know we didn't lock anything down so i was still wanted to try and see what else is out there right mm -hmm. yeah but um but on his end like yeah like you know like maybe i felt jealous a little bit like in the beginning but now that like i know that like we are committed to one another like that feeling is gone like it just it's i just he's not that type of person like i trust yeah, like, so much i, I don't know how to describe it. it's the weirdest thing i've never felt well, this way I, I think it could be like the same as like how despite arnold and i not being long distance like i like there was something about him that just made me trust him from the beginning like yeah. mm -hmm. It, like and I've never had any doubts about him and it like I have with other people where I am thinking like what are you doing where are you going like mm -hmm. where are you with where it's like and I don't know why I felt that way with him and I trusted him immediately versus other people but like maybe it's just like all comes down to like just being the right person right so yeah because you guys again it's it's all it is all about trust all the things you guys are saying is talking about trust and whatever trust issues you may have it's not directly having to do with your partner it's definitely stuff within inside yourself yeah right? yeah and so if you have a partner that doesn't make you question that then like yeah it's not gonna it's not gonna frequently come up it may still kind of spur up because it's always in the back of your head mm -hmm. somewhere but again it's not your partner so it's just not something your partner should take personally or anything else like that it's definitely things within yourself that your your body or your mind's telling you just like hey you still got some shit to work out but yeah yeah yeah. And I, th I think, you know, just to kind of like move on from this a little bit too, like uh, since we're on the topic of like long distance relationships, God, I'm so awkward this episode and I don't know why, like what's wrong with me. But think too much about it. Just trust yourself. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, um, but I, uh, where was I going with this? Oh yes. Okay. So I know we're talking about pros and cons. We've been kind of jumpy all of this entire episode, but that's fine. So just to kind of bring it back to another thing, it's just to talk about um, holidays and special moments that you guys don't get to share together. And, you know, even when you have a relationship here, like, especially at our age, uh, for the most part, you know, your significant other is probably going to come with you to family things and they're going to go to you with to family things or maybe you split up whatever your arrangement might be um you still have to consider that when you're here but it's a lot easier but when it comes to long distance it doesn't always mean that you know your partner is just away living six somewhere for six months maybe they permanently live somewhere 
for their entire lives. And so you have to kind of figure out how to navigate that and how to divide your time up and how to split that up. And it can be such a struggle. And on top of that, it's the social circles that you both run in and the interactions that your families and your friends, you miss out on that. You do. Like there are things that you don't get to share with your significant other if you are in a long distance relationship because it's not like, you know, you can invite, you guys can just hang out with your friends or his friends whenever you want. It's, it takes time, it takes planning and it takes sometimes train planes and automobiles to get there. Um, So I just wanted to like mention those were a few other like kind of negative shitty things when it comes to long distance dating and relationships. Yeah, the tough parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. the relationship parts. Yeah. 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 I feel like I, I know some friends, like my friend Jess, um, her husband now, um, they dated when we were in college and she went to school in Oakville and he went to school in Ohio. What? <laughs> Uh, but I think they met like not too long before they went away to school, like maybe like three or four months before, but um, they like would, they like made their relationship work like from Oakville in Ohio. And she would like on weekends sometimes like take the bus, like all the way to Ohio to see him. And then like, Damn. it's not like she had like money to like mm-hmm. take a plane whenever she wanted or oh, anything sure. like that. And like, I don't like, I remember her like definitely they obviously had their like, fights and everything like that but I mean it worked out and like but they also knew the end was like once they were done school they were like going to be able to like live together and Mm -hmm. stuff so they knew that the end like this was he wasn't forever going to be in Ohio (laughs) um but yeah I mean it worked out for them because now they're married so (laughs) they've been together for a million years but I also have friends that have like are in successful relationships over long distance at one point or like just they were both from different countries. They may have met in the same country, but then dealing with all the visa issues of trying to like live in the significant others like country with them. Um, do you know some 90 day fiance couples? Is that what you're saying? I don't, but I do know, <laughs> like I had this friend that used to live in Toronto and she was British mm-hmm. and her boyfriend was American and they chose to live in Canada because it was like the only place they could both work and live without having to like get married out of their like two places that they could go. And, um, and I remember when the, her visa expired and she was going back to the UK, she was like, yeah, our options are basically like, I have to get married. (laughs) Like, um, or like he has to get like sponsored in the UK or something by like a workplace. Um, which also wasn't like easy for him to do. So like, how how long were they seeing each other for this at, at this point? Oh, they'd like dated for like years. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. But they don't always just kind of lived in different places. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. And like, I, I've had like, I mean, a lot of people like they figure it out. Right. But yeah. it's not always like rainbows and butterflies of like easy, like we're just going to move here and be together kind of thing. Total, totally side note. Could you imagine being in a situation like that where you're in a long distance relationship or yeah, what, whatever. One person's from another country. You guys are spending time together. It's fairly fresh, but then it comes down to the point where just like, Hey, it's either like we kind of get married in like the next like three months. So like I could stay around or like, I didn't go like, (laughs) would you guys be like, could you, could you see yourself doing that? Could you see yourself pulling the trigger? I don't know if I could. No, definitely not. But mainly because I've watched so much 90 day fiance and like probably the success rate is like 5%. Mm -hmm. Guys, never say never. Fine. Okay. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I mean, like maybe if I was like, I don't know. But yeah, it's hard to say. It's kind of scary, right? Like my, I could only imagine what my family would be like. (laughs) That's always the first thing that goes in my head too. But at the same time, it's just like, do you just fuck your family and just do what like you feel like is good for you? Like, I don't know. Do not fuck like, your family. Fuck them. That's against fuck the them. law. Like forget that. I mean, yes. Stop you know fucking your family, Mike. That's Whoa. weird. Uh. <laughs> I'm calling the authorities. You put yourself in that court. I know. Hello. I was going to say some locations. No. No. Uh, no, I don't think I could be like, 
I don't care what my family, like obviously to an extent, I don't care what my family thinks, but I would want them to have like met my significant other and like yes, not be like, is this person looking for a green card? Depending on what country <laughs> they're from. Yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah. yeah. Well, that's, I don't, I don't know. Like, honestly, like the whole, like 90 day fiance, like that's fucking hilarious. Um <laughs> There is some like great couples on it though that oh, do course. make it and totally. are still together and have babies and like yeah. they just happen to meet in like other places like even mm-hmm. just like Europe like not necessarily like a third world country that's like they're looking to come to America like mm-hmm. they're not running or anything yeah yeah mm-hmm. well and to, yeah so and to go back to like the whole like family thing though yeah. that's that's another thing you have to like kind of think about when you are in a long distance relationship um when it comes to meeting each other's like families like that that's an issue and like not only your families but how other people perceive your relationship Mm. um a lot of people who uh get to like experience like a normal like relationship where you like live in the same area same vicinity um sometimes people are kind of like why like why did you have to like go go like look outside of like this bubble to like find somebody that that you like and somebody to like you and it's just like this bubble fucking sucks but yeah (laughs) yeah, so like that's the other thing but it's like having to explain yourself Mm -hmm. is really fucking annoying to i think Mm -hmm. to like you have to like justify to them that what you're doing it's not as crazy as it sounds and it just works for you that's the other annoying thing um i will bring up it's like i had to tell so I had to tell my dad, I don't know if I told you guys, I told Father mm-hmm. Kenneth about this relationship. What? I did. Um, and he was surprisingly, like, very cool. Like, I was expecting him to be... Well, he is on the injured list, right? So he's probably on meds. He is on meds. <laughs> he is on meds. He's on those T3s. Um, hope his back is okay. Mm-hmm. Praying for you, Father Kenneth. But he, uh, yeah... But like, and it took me so long because every time I'd talk, I'd call him and I wanted to tell him because I hate keeping things from my dad. Like, even when I tried drugs, I was like, dad, I tried drugs. He's like, oh, for (laughs) fuck's sakes. Like, I don't like secrets. I tell him everything. Like, I've been like, straight up. I just do. But, but anyway, I was just, I was, uh, yeah, father kind of, I was not expecting mm-hmm. his reaction to be so positive and accepting and warm, okay. but it took me so long to build up to it, guys. Like I would ask him like every time. Cause we usually talk like every day on the phone. Um, and I always, I'd always be like, are you in a good mood? And he's like, he's like, what do you want money? Like, you always <laughs> I'm like, are you offering? Uh, no. yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, like, no bitch. Like I'm just asking. <laughs> and he's like, listen, I'm in my recliner. I'm tired. I'd have a long day. Ugh, like call me tomorrow. I'll call you tomorrow morning. He never does. I have to call him. And so I finally got him like, and, and, when I started telling him about it, he was super into it, but he was like, I have to go to the bathroom so bad. Can I call you back in 30 minutes? Okay. <laughs> and he did. He did. And uh, we had an entire conversation about it. And he was actually like chill and super supportive, which made my life so much easier and so much better anyway. But it, it's it's just well, like get, getting working past like those preconceived notions and like what you think along this At the end of the day, is. your family wants the best for you and your dad yeah. just wants you to be happy. So... Yeah. Yeah. And I I think too, like, even just with like friends and stuff, like, I mean, I'm at like, like maybe when I was younger, I'd be like more judgmental, but now I'm at a point that I'm like, my friends are all adults. Like if they're like, they can make their own decisions. If I agree with them, if I don't agree with them, if I like their boyfriend, if I don't like their boyfriend, I'm like, they'll figure it out. Like, it's not on me. Like, I like, you know, and I think like most good friends would be like that. Like, it's like, you know, like, let them if if this is what makes them happy like who who are you to say like I look at people that have their boyfriend that live with their boyfriends and I'm like this is the worst relationship so like (laughs) why how can you like look at someone who has a long distance relationship and be like this is the worst relationship like you don't know right audacity yeah like I don't know let everyone make their own choices and decisions and mistakes and mm-hmm. non-mistakes <laughs> yeah but the cool thing about long distance dating guys though is you get to do little things that you might not normally get to like i like 
like I told you, um, sending each other like little gifts when you don't like, and, cause you can't be there. You can't go out to dinner. You can't go and grab drinks. So first of all, A, you save a shit ton of money. Second, it entices you to like kind of think creatively and outside the box and like I have so many ideas and things like next time we're together that I want to do because like we don't get to have that time together, but it's always thinking about, I don't know, like all those like opportunities that a normal relationship wouldn't get. Like, how can you make it better? Even though you're like far apart, like how can you make this exciting? And like, I don't know. It's just, yeah. Um, Guys, do you think that we should maybe do our segment? Yes. Wow. Let's do it up. Okay. But first of all, I want to just put a general call out that if anyone's listening to this and is in a long distance relationship or has been in a long distance relationship and has a story to share with us, like we want to hear them or tips that we can share. We'll read it out. If you guys send it between now when this is out and the next, we'll, we'll, we'll put it on the next one. We'll read it out. We'll put it on blast. Put it on blast. Um, (laughs) We can do anonymous if you like. (laughs) <laughs> do we want to do dating hall of shame 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 i do has quite a different effect when you're on zoom and everyone is yeah. like different times <laughs> it's an echo it's an echo 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 echo, echo. <laughs> um okay so my dating hall of shame this week is submitted by one of our listeners madison so thank you for sen- sending this madison um so this is andrew you see him you can see what he looks like yeah 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 Yeah. just like a normal selfie of a guy but here is his um bio i eat pussy the same way i smoke blunts all the way to the butt baby damn son (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh. oh my god Whoa. We need to break up. I found someone new. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, but my favorite part of people that have profiles like this is when they have like their full um job in there. Like it's not just like marketing manager or something. It's like logistics logistics specialist at like the company name. So it's like like you, you're representing your employer now, and this is what your bio is. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, so I thought you guys would enjoy. He just doesn't give a fuck. Andrew. Oh, he's, laying it, he's laying it out there, letting you know. These are my he skills. Does not give a fuck. I can't wow. juggle, but I can do this. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, ooh. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, um, so, uh, uh, go ahead, Asal. Exactly. I was just going to say, did, did Carly have one? Okay, fine, I yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I do. I have two, but so if we need another one, I have another one. Shoot. But, Okay. Um, you got to give them both to us now. Okay. I'm going to do both. I'm going to do both. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to do two. The first is Anthony. So these are not from me. These are like from like a few like girl groups that I'm in. Cause like okay. I'm not on the apps anymore, yeah. but so Tony, I need to introduce you guys. How'd you know Anthony? Yeah. Cause you said it. You said Anthony. You already said it. She's Anthony. losing it. That run this morning <laughs> fucked her up. <laughs> What's my heart rate at? Like, honestly, guys. <laughs> wow, my resting heart rate is usually like 40 something. I'm in the 60s today. I'm unwell. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're reaching I am my unhealthy. Range. You're reaching my range. Yeah. I've also been pretty stagnant for the last like month. So, okay. So, Anthony, this is his, this is his bio send it honestly i'll probably hate you get bored or annoyed your desperate attempt to write what you think men want to hear is nauseating i might be an asshole but at least i don't fake it with if fake what i am with filters bullshit bios 20 year old pictures and camera angles okay <laughs> someone is angry in cells are us who hurt, no, i'm joking I'm who hurt angry. you who hurt yeah. me Antoine? <laughs> he was wronged by someone <laughs> okay yeah and this one i really enjoyed um i thought it was funny but i hate him so this okay. is jay okay you can't see you can't see jay guys did you but... have anthony's picture i didn't see it yeah it's a little it's hard, hard to see. Screen. Oh, okay no, right. so it's a little hard sorry so, setup sucks so yeah, no. you can't see it but it's a picture of like a popcorn ceiling okay like a ceiling yeah, yeah and yeah. it says that's a pick of my ceiling. Take a peek, because that's what you'll see laying in my in your laying on your back in my bed. Day off for me. Wanna hang? 
day off for me. Whatever. He's 37. Did he just, like, That's his bio. Is he, he always off work? <laughs> yeah, or did he just update his bio for his day off? Or did he just make a bio on his day off? <laughs> I think I, I I don't know. I want to I want to I want to assume that he was that he did not think of this, that he saw this idea from somebody else. Yeah. He thought it'd be clever and funny. He thought it'd be, it'd be a cool like little fucking playboy. And he decided to do this. And guess what? Not a single bitch reached out to him. I feel like yeah, I feel like you're right. I feel like he saw it somewhere else and then yeah. he tried to like rejig a few things in it. And then it just, it, it like, it doesn't even sound complete. Like it just it sounds short. So and he had a lonely sucks. day looking at his ceiling alone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah he's he was like, just oh. there fucking jerking it at the ceiling. <laughs> will uh, we be posting this on our Facebook so that people can see? Fuck guys yeah, can we see will. Profiles. Check it out on our Facebook page. There you go. <laughs> the gram, the Instagram. But yeah, so those are my two dating hall shames. And guys, I have many more. Ooh, coming through the pipeline so i'm excited to share more with you but yeah we haven't had, had, had any inductees in a hot minute yeah so. so if people are out there and have some or you see them please screenshot them they don't all have to be um like males <laughs> like if you're swiping yeah. girls we always get males for some reason but it can be girls bad profiles too <laughs> so yeah. One of my favorite dating hall of shames, but they were more like dating hall of fames, was somebody submitted uh, that girl. Do you guys remember Mask Girl? Oh, yeah. And she, would, she would wear all the different face masks. Oh, yes. And she was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I fucking love masks. And I'm like, if a man doesn't scoop you up in the yeah. next like, mm-hmm. couple days, for yeah. sure. she, she is, yeah. you know what? She's engaged now. I hope so. <laughs> Wearing a mask. To a man who appreciates... Her skincare. Do you think they wear pandemics together? Skincare. They do. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they role play in them. Mm. <laughs> they have great skin. Guys, I just put a fucking chip in my mouth. Hold on. <laughs> not near the bike, damn it. That's not our audience. Not yet. We haven't scooped Well, them. anyways, that brings us to the end of another episode. So thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave us a review and send us all your dating hall shames. Yeah, we want to hear them, guys. And if you didn't hear at the beginning of the episode, don't forget to vote for us. Uh, Yeah, now Toronto's Reader's Choice Awards. Make sure you click the link in our bio. Until the 28th. uh, Vote for us. Yeah, you got until the 28th. So a couple more weeks. Guys, we really appreciate Mm. your vote. If you like what you're hearing, definitely throw us a vote. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say. No, for sure. We love you guys. Okay, bye. Love you guys. Bye. Daniel Ricardo, P3. Hey guys, don't forget to follow us on social media at Somebody Date Us and make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode.